Hello and welcome to MusiCast, the musicals podcast. On this month's show, we have lots of news and rumours, a review of this year's Chichester Festival, Mark will be musically challenged in our musicals quiz, along with our regular features Spotlight On and Leading Ladies. And of course, we'll also include your shout-outs, along with news from across the pond in Broadway Baby. So sit back and enjoy 30 minutes or so of this MusiCast production. Let's begin the show with this month's news and rumours. Andrew Lloyd Webber's sequel to Phantom of the Opera, dubbed Paint Never Dries, is to perform its final show on August the 27th. In a recent interview, Lloyd Webber stated that he couldn't give full attention to the production while being treated for prostate cancer. However, the Australian production, currently playing in Melbourne, has been doing very well. Which leads us to wonder, who will play the Phantom if and when the show arrives on Broadway? Will it be a case of G'day Coney Island? Lame is the movie has been cast. That's if internet message boards are to be believed. Lots of gossip around the upcoming Les Mis movie, which it seems is likely to be swapping revolutionary flags for revolving boomerangs, as ladies' favourite Hugh Jackman has apparently met with director Tom Hooper. And finally, long-running hit musical Chicago is looking for a new home. Not so much tales of the unexpected, more they had it coming, as the Roald Dahl musical Matilda is set to take residency at the Cambridge Theatre. And that's a roundup of this month's top stories. This month's spotlight is on a man who has brought us shows that feature big ladies with big voices, usually wearing big hats and standing on big staircases. And if you haven't already guessed, some of the songs that he's written include I Am What I Am, Hello Dolly, It's Today, When the Parade Passes By, I Won't Send Roses, and If He Walked Into My Life. And over the years, they've been sung on film and on the Broadway stage by stars such as Barbara Streisand, Bernadette Peters, Carol Channing and Angela Lansbury. Yes, it's Jerry Herman. Jerry Herman has written such shows as Hello Dolly, Mame, La Cage Fall and the cult hit Mac and Mabel. 
Hello Dolly is probably his best known show. It was filmed and released in the 1960s with Barbara Streisand playing Dolly Levi and it played on Broadway with, uh, with Carol Channing. A recent production at the Open Air Theatre in Regent's Park starred Samantha Spiro who won the Olivier Award for Best Actress in a Musical for her performance. Lacage Fall was also revived in London at the Menia Chocolate Factory and in the West End, where it featured such stars as John Barrowman and Graham Norton, and then transferred to Broadway, where it featured Kelsey Grammer. Mame was also filmed and starred Lucille Ball, and is well overdue for a UK revival. The cult hit Mac and Mabel is often in production, and was last seen in the UK in a production at the Criterion Theatre directed by John Doyle. But in my opinion, the classic production was the original 1995 London cast with Caroline O'Connor and Mark Adams. Jerry has also written uh, such shows as The Grand Tour, Dear World, which also starred Angela Lansbury on Broadway, and... Angela also joined him for the recent, uh, the more recent movie, Mrs. Santa Claus, which is played every Christmas here in the UK. Jerry is, uh, celebrates his 80th birthday on the 10th of July this year, and unfortunately no gala concert of his work has been organised for London audiences. Barry Mission, the London producer, has uh, corresponded with the stage newspaper to complain at this and uh, he in fact produced the last Jerry Herman gala which was at the London Palladium a few years ago when Angela Lansbury came over for a, a rare London stage appearance uh, to to partake in that show. It's all really a marked contrast to one of Jerry's um, contemporaries Stephen Sondheim who turned 80 last year and in London was given his own 80th birthday prom at the Royal Albert Hall. Uh, there were multiple productions of his work uh, throughout the UK last year, which continue into this year, in fact. Uh, Passion was performed at the Donmar Warehouse, and there were concert versions of Company and Merry We Will Roll Along. There were several galas in the United States, and this year Sondheim was given the a special award at the Olivier Awards in London. Well, Jerry Herman might not write with such emotional um, and... Uh, emotional depth of Sondheim arguably but he writes music and lyrics um, which in feel-good shows that put a smile on your face and celebrate life in fact in the words of Lottie in Mac and Mabel you go to Jerry Herman's shows to tap your troubles away Jerry won the Tony the 2009 Tony Award for Lifetime Achievement well deserved in my opinion and uh, his show Hello Dolly won 10 Tonys, a record unbroken until the producers came along several years later. Let's hope that somebody somewhere will put together a, Jerry Her a major Jerry Herman revival in London this year and give us a gala concert of his wonderful work. Thank you, Mark. And that concludes this month's Spotlight on Jerry Herman. This is very exciting. It's now time for Mark's Musicals Quiz. 
Okay, so it's time for the quiz. Mark, are you ready? I'm ready. Here come your ten questions. Which West End show currently resides at the Palace Theatre, Shaftesbury Avenue? The Palace Theatre, that would be Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Correct. The life story of which Britain's Got Talent contestant will be made into a stage musical for 2012? Susan Boyle. I think uh, Elaine Smith is going to play her as well. Correct. Love Never Dies, Andrew Lloyd Webber's sequel to Phantom of the Opera, will end its run at the West End's Adelphi Theatre on which date? The end of August. Specifically? The 27th or the 28th? Um, 28th? Incorrect. Name the female artist whose album releases have included No One Is Alone, As Of Today, and Rainbow Round My Shoulder. Ah, one of my favourites, the great Barbara Cook. Correct. Barbara Cook recently released the album Cheek to Cheek, in duet with which cabaret veteran? Michael Feinstein. Correct. Portrait of a Princess is a track taken from the album Unwritten Songs from award-winning composer Michael Bruce. But who sings Portrait of a Princess? The very talented Julie Atherton. Correct. Fill in the blank. The 25th blank Putnam County Spelling Bee. Annual. Uh, the show was on at the Donmar Warehouse earlier this year. Correct. Solve this musical riddle. Don't get trapped with an Oscar under your lederhosen. Don't get trapped with an Oscar under your lederhosen. Julie Andrews? A musical? Sound of Music. Correct. Which musical won the 1966 Tony Award for Best Musical? Jerry Herman's Mame. Oh, that's incorrect. Who played Melchior in the original London cast of Spring Awakening? That would be uh, fellow Welshman Anirin Barnard. Correct, and that's your ten questions. Mark, you scored eight out of ten. Let's look at the two questions you got wrong. Love Never Dies, Andrew Lloyd Webber's sequel to Phantom of the Opera, will end its run at the West End's Adelphi Theatre on the 27th of August, 2011. And which musical won the 1966 Tony Award for Best Musical? The answer being Man of La Mancha. Really? You said Mame, which did get a nomination for Best Musical, but unfortunately didn't win. This month's review is going to look at the recent Chichester Festival Theatre production of the musical She Loves Me. While many of us musical theatre addicts often make the journey down to Chichester, um, usually it's quite a long way, certainly from Wales. Uh, It's about an hour on the train from London if you're going down. And you might even, if if you're lucky, you might even get the train back to London afterwards, uh, after an evening show. Anyway, we've got a, an amazing three musicals in Chichester this year to uh, to pull us down. We've got uh, Sweeney Todd coming up at the end of September, um, running through to the beginning of November. Uh, an exciting production with Michael Ball in the role of Sweeney Todd himself and Imelda Staunton as Mrs Lovett. The Stephen Sondheim show is tipped to transfer to the West End afterwards. 
uh, although it might find um, itself in competition, by the way, with uh, another uh, production of uh, Sweeney Todd. Uh, as I hear a rumour that the uh, the Châtelet Theatre in Paris production of, of Sweeney Todd that was on in um, in April this year is also vying for a West End home. More on that when I get it. Uh, later on in the summer, um, in end of June, beginning of September, we have also on the main stage at Chichester a production of Singing in the Rain. It doesn't excite me greatly, as I saw a previous production of the same musical a few years ago at Sadler's Wells with the same leading man, Adam Cooper, in the role of Don Lockwood. Anyway, this time round he's joined by Daniel Crossley, late of Me and My Girl in Sheffield last year, and the uh, UK tour of Mary Poppins. Uh, Scarlett Strallen's also there, uh, following her great performance in The Music Man in Chichester on the main stage a couple of years ago now. She was recently in uh, Stephen Sondheim's Passion at the Donmar, of course. And Catherine Kingsley's also joining them, uh, fresh from her success last summer in the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical Aspects of Love at the Menia Chocolate Factory in London. Anyway, I went down a few weeks ago to see a production not on the main stage of the Festival Theatre, but on the smaller stage of the Minerva Theatre. The production of She Loves Me, unfortunately, has just come to an end, although I'm keeping my eyes pierced for news, and my ears close to the ground for news of a possible West End transfer. It's a beautiful show, uh, written by two, two guys called Jerry Bock and Sheldon Harnick. They're not tremendously well known as um, musical theatre writers, but they did write the much more famous Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof is quite a a serious and plodding show in comparison to She Loves Me, which features a lovely story about... um, It's set in a perfumery in the 1930s, and there's a lovely story uh, featuring a number of shop assistants there. Uh, There's two shop assistants who are particularly... Um, they get on particularly badly in the shop, quarrelling with each other all the time. Uh, and then both of them separately are writing letters to um, this ideal um, person, their loved one really, uh, anonymously. And without realising it, they're writing letters to each other. And of course, it all comes together at the end of the show, as you can imagine. Anyway, She Loves Me was first seen in the 1960s on Broadway uh, with Barbara Cook playing uh, Amalia, the the lady who gets to sing the, the signature tune, uh, well, it certainly became Barbara Cook's signature tune, Ice Cream, or Vanilla Ice Cream. And uh, there was I saw a previous wonderful production in 1994 at the Savoy Theatre in London, which starred Ruthie Henshaw as Amalia, and John Gordon Sinclair as George, and Tracy Bennett as Ilona. The three of them won uh, Olivier Awards, that year. The show itself won Best Musical Revival uh, at the Olivier's. It ran for a year. Uh, It wasn't recast and it didn't make an awful lot of money, Uh, but Ruthie and John Gordon fell in love on stage and had an off-stage romance for about six or seven years afterwards. Well, this is the first major production of the show that uh, I've seen since then. I went back to it a little bit reluctantly, thinking, oh, is it going to be as good as the original? And by the second half, I had convinced myself, indeed, I knew that it was uh, just as good as the original, but just in in a different setting with different people. There are 26 songs in the show, uh, including the title number, She Loves Me, the vanilla ice cream that I just mentioned, the Barbara Cook number that she often sings in cabaret, and a number called A Trip to the Library that the uh, Tracy Bennett character sang in the Savoy production in London. 
all of the numbers are great they push the narrative onwards and uh, that's why really they're not heard outside of the show very often the production in Chichester was delightful and very well received uh, and in fact it received uh, quite a lot of attention from people in showbiz uh, Liza Minnelli was there the performance after I attended in fact as a young baby she starred in a film that her mother did called Shop Around the Corner uh, which had the same story as She Loves Me Julia McKenzie apparently attended two nights running as she loved the show so much. Well, the cast uh, in Chichester included Joe McFadden in the lead role of George. I saw him last in another Chichester musical, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying, on the main stage. This time he's on the smaller stage and he's just as good. Diane Pilkington, uh, who was Glinda in Wicked played Amalia, very different to Ruthie Henshaw in the Savoy production, but very effective, particularly in her big numbers in the second half, Where's My Shoe and Ice Cream. Annette McLaughlin, who is a stalwart of many, many London shows. I last saw her, I think, in uh, Anything Goes at Drury Lane. She's also been in Chicago. She was playing Alona Ritter very, very effectively. And Matthew Goodgame, uh, who uh, was one of the winners of the Channel 4 um, musical programme, played Stephen Kadai. There are six or seven main characters in this, and all of them were very well observed by every actor. And what's lovely about She Loves Me is that every character in the show gets a chance to shine. It's not just a one- or a two-person pony. It's really, uh, you know, six or seven people all get a lovely chance to have their moment within the show. Within that, of course, there are also um, some dancers um, and, and who play all the other characters and the customers in the shop. Uh, they, were all, they were all very well cast as well and they came together in some wonderful choreography by the director, Stephen Meir. He directed and choreographed the show uh, in two big dance sequences, um, one at the end of Act One and the, the, the second one at the end of Act Two, where the whole company were on stage um, doing the 12 Days to Christmas number, which was really, really fantastic. So I'm hoping that this production will, will transfer. It was only on for about a month or so in Chichester, and I, would, I, for one, would love an opportunity to see it again. I'll keep my eyes pierced. Now it's time for Leading Ladies. Firstly, Sally Ann Triplett has returned to the West End to play the role of Donna in Mamma Mia at the Prince of Wales Theatre. Sally Ann is well known as Rena Sweeney in Anything Goes, where she played opposite John Barrowman for a season at Drury Lane. Barrowman, of course, is back on off screens in Torchwood at the moment. She's also played Roxy in Chicago and Adelaide in Guys and Dolls, and she's back in uh, Mamma Mia for the season. The Patti Lapone autobiography has now been released on audio CD. Read by the author herself, it's a fascinating insight into the life of one of Broadway's most talented divas. Lapone, of course, originated the role of Fontaine in Les Mis in London, returning here to originate the role of Norma Desmond in Sunset Boulevard in the West End. A less happy experience, as she reveals in the book. On Broadway, she's a veteran of shows such as Evita, Anything Goes, Sweeney Todd, and of course Gypsy, which she recently played on The Great White Way as the ultimate Mama Rose. Yeah, everything's coming up roses for Patty. 
or it certainly wasn't uh, in the bit of the book that I'm currently listening to when she tells us about uh, her experiences on The Baker's Wife, but you'll have to listen to that yourself. Anyway, another leading lady back in the West End is Joanna Riding, although she's hardly been away from the Gilgood Theatre this year. Earlier this year she opened in the Michel Legrand musical Umbrellas of Schoenberg at that theatre, and the, the run didn't last very long. Now she's back at the same theatre in the show Lend Me a Tenor, which is open to more positive reviews, albeit um, some dodgy comments regarding Matthew Kelly's singing. You'll have to go and see the show yourself to find out more. Any news on the leading ladies in Les Mis a few doors down on Shaftesbury Avenue, Mark? Well, Peter, there's been a few changes at Les Mis recently um, with the cast change, and Caroline Sheen has joined the cast as uh, Fontaine. Uh, Caroline's been away from London the last year touring the States in Mary Poppins in the lead role and uh, she's returning to Les Mis where she previously played Cosette um, a few years ago. In fact she's also got a, a new solo album which is still out and contains fab tracks by some great new musical theatre writers. Also in Les Mis is uh, Alexia Cardim as Cosette. She was recently seen in the, the chamber musical Ordinary Days at Trafalgar Studios. Um, so it might be worth returning to that show to, to see Alexia and Caroline uh, in that show. Well, I always say, save the best till last. And certainly our final leading lady this time is the very best. Barbara Cook has just finished another very successful solo season at Feinstein's at the Regency in New York. And she'll return there for a further season later this year. Her new show contains 13 songs that she has never performed before. And uh, it's also been recorded live for release on CD. Can't wait to hear that one. Cook is also working on a much-anticipated book on her extraordinary career and life. A veteran cabaret performer who started her career as a leading musical theatre lady in such shows as The Music Man, Condide and She Loves Me, Cook returned to the Broadway stage last year in the new Stephen Sondheim review, Sondheim on Sondheim. I hear on the grapevine that the show will be transferring to the West End in the autumn, although Cook has sadly ruled out appearing in the London run on this occasion. She was last seen over here a couple of years ago in a terrific evening at Ronnie Scott's Club, which was an ideal venue to see a great interpreter of songs such as Cook in uh, an intimate surroundings. I for one hope she returns to these shores soon. Well, the best till last. Uh, the final leading lady this time is Barbara Cook, who's just finished another very successful solo season at Feinstein's at the Regency in New York, and she'll return there for a further season later this year. Her new show contains 13 songs that she's never performed before, and uh, she's also recorded um, the songs for release on CD. Can't wait to hear that. Cook is also working on a much-anticipated book on her extraordinary career and life. She's a veteran cabaret performer who started her career as a leading musical theatre lady in such shows as The Music Man, Condide and She Loves Me. She returned to the Broadway stage last year to the new Stephen Sondheim review, Sondheim on Sondheim. Well, that show will be transferring to the West End in the autumn, apparently. Although I hear that Cook has sadly ruled out appearing in the London run on this occasion. She was last seen over here a couple of years ago in a terrific evening at Ronnie Scott's Club an ideal venue to see a great interpreter of songs such as Barbara Cook in such intimate surroundings. I hope she returns to these shores soon. And that concludes this month's Leading Ladies.
Now it's time for Broadway Baby. And firstly, uh, a new production of Follies on Broadway could cause problems for BBC Radio 2. Uh, you might have heard that uh, there was a production of Follies in Washington uh, a month or so back which starred our own Elaine Page as Carlotta. She took a few weeks off from her Radio 2 show uh, to do the role, starring alongside Bernadette Peters, who played Sally in that production. A Sondheim veteran indeed, as she was on Broadway recently, taking over from Catherine Zeta-Jones in A Little Night Music. Well, uh, the production of Follies is, um, was so popular in Washington that it's going to go on to the Great Bright White Way and uh, tickets will surely be in great demand. It has been confirmed that Elaine Page will transfer to Broadway with the production. She's currently back on her Radio 2 show on Sundays, um, which was taken over by guest hosts Barbara Windsor and Don Black while she was away initially, but the Broadway run would surely involve a longer break. Watch this space for who will take over. How to Succeed in Business continues to do very good business at the Al Hirschfeld Theatre, uh, where Daniel Radcliffe has announced that he's in the show until January, though he's uh, taking a few days off uh, this summer while promoting the final Harry Potter film. Despite rumours to the contrary, and uh, great disappointment really, that uh, Radcliffe will not now cross the pond and do the show in London's West End. Anyway, who will replace him on Broadway? At the moment, it appears that Chris Colfer, alias Kurt in Glee, is in line to take over. He's just been over in London with the rest of the Glee cast, of course, doing their stuff at the O2. Well, all one and a quarter hours of it, I should say. In fact, I caught the cast leaving the Savoy Hotel the other day. Anyway, more news on Chris Colfer in How to Succeed, as and when we get it. And keep looking on YouTube for those fabulous uh, production clips from the Tony Awards, which I'm so enjoying. More news next time. And so the show of this, the very first Musicast podcast. Before we go, some stop press news. Uh, I've been emailed from a fellow Jerry Herman fan who tells me that uh, Leanne Masterson, who is a, an aficionado of Jerry Herman's music, is staging a one-off show of his uh, music on his 80th birthday, the, 8th, the 10th of July, at the German Street Theatre in London's Piccadilly. Apparently, Jerry Herman has given Masterson some new songs from a, a reworked version of his lesser-known show, Dear World, and she'll also be doing many of the well-known favourites. There will be a gala of Herman's music in October in New York, but no galas on either side of the Atlantic to coincide with the birthday month, so get yourself along to German Street if you want to hear some classic Jerry Herman. Well, just time for a few shout-outs, and uh, hello to somebody who found us through our website, www.musicast.co.uk, and that's Paul in Essex. Hello to you, Paul, and I hope you've enjoyed the first podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us at contact at musicast.co.uk or you could follow Mark on Twitter at Musicast Musings where no doubt he'll be sharing information, gossip and rumours, news and all everything musical theatre with you through that portal. We're also on Facebook, just look up musicast.co.uk And our final shout-out comes to Sarah and Joe. Thanks for, the con for contacting us, guys, and for wishing us well with the first podcast. 
Uh, great to have you on board and have your support. And don't forget, all you listeners out there, if you see us in the theatre sometime, as we're around and about the UK and abroad, please come up and say hello. Well, that really does bring us to the end of the show. Until next month, as we bring the curtain down, we wish you all well. Off with a sane. Au revoir. Goodbye.